The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get $100 in, $100 in free bets. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T and claim your free bet today. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday, August 11th, currently 536 on the East Coast, here to break down the MLB slate for the Friday games. And joining me here to break it down, my main man on the East Coast, also my co-host on the newly launched NFL Gambling Podcast, it's Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how you doing, my man? I'm, I feel like I'm talking to you every single day now. I know it's going to be a tough <laughs> one coming these next few months. But, no, good to be with you, Moonoff. Uh, yeah, AFC South uh, preview out now, so go check that out. And, yeah, we've got 14 games to get to. Had a couple afternoon games, went one and one. So we'll see. Hopefully this uh, the evening will be a little better to us. Yeah, I went two and one uh, nice. over the afternoon slate. But my dog – Right now, does there? I had the Dimex run line. They're down three to two, and uh, it's going to be close on the over for my lock between the uh, Cardinals and their Rockies. Rockies put up, I think, about six runs in the bottom of the seventh. Yeah. So, need two more at least to get the push, and then three to get me over the total. So, hopefully, the Cardinals bats wake up a little bit here. But that 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 series has been producing runs every single night mm-hmm. so far this season. Um, or sorry for this series between the uh, uh, Rockies and the Cardinals, but. Um, what else is going on? Anything uh, that's kind of stuck out to you since yesterday? Uh, maybe in baseball or anything around uh, the NFL or MLB? No, just uh, Mets had the day off. I was able to just relax, watch some baseball. Uh, I think tonight is the last uh, episode of The Captain. Have you been watching that? I think I'm going to binge watch it all together. I, I got to kind of get impatient about like waiting yeah. <laughs> for like the episodes to come out. So, um, yeah, I, I know there's been some good stuff and I know uh, Yankees fans, but also like just, you know, casual baseball fans have been, you know, raving about that. So I, I'm going to binge watch it on one of these nights where there's not much going on. Um, yeah, it's in, in definitely MLB. worth it because I, I, I mean, you know me, I'm a diehard Met fan and I don't like the Yankees, but I respect Derek Jeter. And then when you watch it, it's, I don't know. I, I know you're a big NBA fan, but I think it's right there between that and the last dance. Like they're just such the way they documented these documentaries mm-hmm. are just it's amazing, I think. And the way they captured everything. So mm-hmm. it's, it was very interesting to see the relationship between him and A-Rod as well. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Yes, I like bits and pieces uh, on Twitter, like little clips and stuff, but I definitely want to watch like the entire thing. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun to like, I know they had like the last dance, like during, you know, when everything was shut down. I think that was a great time for Mm -hmm. ESPN to release it, to watch the last dance. And now you have Derek Jeter. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch some of these other athletes that do actually come out uh, with with their own series on ESPN. So definitely I will check that out. All right, like you mentioned, Dylan, 14 games on the schedule on Friday. So let's just dive right into it, my man. Uh, first game on the board, what I am seeing is going to be a 640 Eastern start between the Atlanta Braves and the Milwaukee, Miami Marlins in Miami. Uh, Jake Odorizzi is now starting. I know I saw Max Fried earlier for the Atlanta Braves, but I think it's Jake Odorizzi now. Pablo Lopez is going to be on the mound for the Miami Marlins. Um I was looking early and I did not see lines for this game. Uh, no, uh, Dylan, do you see any uh, lines there in front of you for this game? No, I have no lines. And literally about 30, 40 minutes ago, I had Max Fried going as well. Yeah, um, that's what I saw. I mean, I still think even with Jake Odorizzi going, I still think the Braves should open up a decent-sized favorite, maybe like a minus 150, minus 140. Uh, expect them to win the game. Uh, Lopez, he just hasn't looked his best these last few outings, giving up six. Mm-hmm five four runs so i mean if we could get the braves under a minus 140 minus 135 i think there's some value there but if it's higher than that i I just lay off the game yeah lopez um over the past couple starts just like you mentioned hasn't been in the form like we saw during the uh earlier in the year last five games one in three with a 6.20 era 17 earned runs given up in 24 and two-thirds innings and back-to-back starts against uh the mets he really got blown up he gave up 12 hits in about two and two-thirds innings 
six earned runs last start against the Cubs five innings. He allowed four earned runs and nine hits them as well. Uh, I kind of want to filter this down and see how he's done career wise against the Braves. Um, he's three and six with a 5.70 ERA. Um, and last season he had four appearances against them where he went one and two with a 9.69 ERA. So I agree with you, uh, Dylan. Uh, I think I want to fade Pablo Lopez here until I see him get back in form, especially not only has he recently struggled um, overall, but he has struggled against his Braves team as well. Their, their bats are hot. I mean, we saw them put up a whole bunch of runs against the Red Sox, but who's not doing that right now? But I think that momentum will probably carried them into this uh, series against the Miami Marlins. But do you have anything else for this game? Yeah, no, nothing else. All right, let's get over to the next game of the day. It's going to be the San Diego Padres headed to the nation's capital to take on the Nationals. Mike Clevenger gets to start for the San Diego Padres and Corey Abbott's going to be on the mound for the Washington Nationals. Looking at the lines for this game, Padres are a $2 favorite at minus 225. Uh, underdog for underdog price for the Washington Nationals plus 190 on the money line. Over under set at nine with juice towards the over at minus 120. Run line for the Padres, minus one and a half, minus 135. And for the Nationals, plus one and a half, plus 115. Um, Dylan, I'll let you give your handicap for this game, uh, and then and then I can give mine as well if you do have a, a lean or a play for this game between the uh, Padres and the Nationals. Yeah, give me the Padres here. I got it at a min- um on the run line. Excuse me. I, I got it at a minus 130. I see minus 135 still out there. I like it. Uh, I just can't put my hard-earned money on the Nationals right now. I know Malcolm can, but not me. The, <laughs> the, the Padres are just a much better team. And after we made fun of them, I think it was me and you a couple of days ago and how they weren't able to score. They went all those uh, innings without a run. They've rattled off two big wins, 13 runs and seven runs. So this lineup is dangerous when it wakes up, and I think they've woken up a little bit. I think they could um, hammer Abbott. So give me the Padres on the run line here for me. Yeah, I mean, Abbott, uh, his last game against the Phillies, he just got blown up. Uh, he uh, gave up seven earned runs to the Phillies in three and two-thirds innings pitch, four home runs, four of the seven hits at the Phillies. That's where home runs. Um, and he also issued five walks in that game as well. So I think this is an opportunity for that Padres offense, which finally decided to wake up to hopefully that they can carry that uh, momentum into National Park. And I think there's a return of Juan Soto back to yeah. uh, National Park uh, since he did get traded from this team back, uh, sorry, to the uh, San Diego Padres. I agree with you. Give me the Padres run line in this game as well. Uh, minus one and a half uh, for me. Um, as I say that, Paul Goldschmidt puts one over Let's the fence go. to make it eight to four. So at least I'm at a push for my lock. Um, all right, next game on the board here. It's going to be the Cleveland Guardians headed to Toronto to take on the Blue Jays. 7.07 Eastern start. Uh, it's going to be Cal Quantrill on the mound for the uh, Cleveland Guardians and Jose Berrios on the mound for the Toronto Blue Jays. Looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Blue Jays are a minus 180 favorite, plus 155 on the money line for the Cleveland Guardians. Over under set at nine. Run line minus one and a half, plus 115 for the Jays and plus one and a half, minus 135. For the uh, uh, Cleveland Guardians, I'll start off with uh, Cal Quantrill here. Um, he's kind of really been inconsistent uh, for me this season. I know he's 8-5 and five on the year, 3.88, but I think the one thing that really stuck out for me, uh, Dylan, is that on the road is where he's really having trouble uh, for the Guardians. He's 2-5 and five with a 4.96 ERA, and you kind of compare that to his home uh, record this season where he is 6-0 and oh with a 3.16 ERA, so guy that you probably want to back at home and a guy that you don't want to back on the road where he is right now. And as soon as I say that, Nolan Arenado puts one over the fence and that makes it eight to five now. So Let's cash go. my uh, lock of the day. So back to back homers for the, uh, the two uh, big bats for the Cardinals. That one feels good. Um, Jose Barrios, we were handicapping, I believe this uh, was yesterday, yeah. where he was supposed to go up against the Orioles, but that game got uh, postponed uh, due to weather. Now he's going to get the start at home in Toronto. Now, in Toronto is where if I'm going to put my money on him, it's going to be at home because we kind of look at the numbers at home, perfect 6-0, 3.23 ERA on the road, 2-4 and four with the 7.50 ERA. Now, he did get into some trouble early on uh, against uh, the Guardians uh, this season where he went four and two-thirds of an inning 
and gave up six earned runs in that span. And I want to see if that was at home or if it was on the road. Um, it was actually in Cleveland. So I'm not sure if I want to lay the minus 180 price with uh, Jose Berrios, but I do trust his offense for the Blue Jays. I like the Blue Jays full game team total as well as the, as well as the first five innings team total uh, for the Blue Jays in this game as well. Uh, what do you got for this game, Dylan? Yeah, I really want to take the Guardians here. I, I just think they're the better team right now. And as you know, I'm very high on Cal Quantra. He's my boy. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Jays, they've lost four of the last five games. While the Guardians, they've rattled off seven um, seven wins of the last ten games. Uh, the four-game ser- four series they did play back in May, Guardians took three or four from them. And now they have to face Cal Quantra where the Guardians, they've won six straight games where he started. So... Mm-hmm. I, th- I think he's very consistent. He'll be able to go five, six innings. He does He does give up two, three, maybe four runs sometimes, but they usually get the job done for him. They usually give him the run support. And I know Jose Barrios, he is undefeated at home. He has a good ERA, but we've already seen, like you mentioned, Jose Barrios get lit up by the Guardians once. So the more I talk, the more I'm talking myself into the Guardians. So at, at plus 165, I see, I think it's great value. So give me the Guardians here. Yeah, I can't lay that minus one eighty price, especially I think there is value then on uh, on um, the Guardians money line. But I'm going to trust the offense here for the Blue Jays to get some runs off of uh, uh, Cal Quantrill here. All right, before we get over to the next game of the night, let me tell you guys about a presenting sponsor, WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet one hundred dollars, one hundred dollars get a hundred dollar free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet mlb plus the win bet casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100 deposit bonus of up to one thousand dollars there's so much to choose from and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet so they know we sent you that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today offers up to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 years or older and present in a state where a playthrough win bet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep track of their records of all the games and their betting activity. So all you have to do is go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. That's oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, the next game on the schedule, it's going to be the red hot Baltimore Orioles headed to Tampa to take on the race. 710 Eastern start. Austin Voth is on the mound for the Baltimore Orioles and Corey Kluber is on the mound for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Looking at the lines for this game, I don't see lines currently up because the Baltimore Orioles are going to be in action uh, in for one game against the Boston Red Sox on Wednesday. Uh, sorry, on Thursday evening. So maybe no lines because of that. Maybe a little bit of a tricky travel situation here for uh, the Baltimore Orioles as well, Dylan, because they have to go from Boston playing one game, and then they have to uh, play the uh, Rays. Uh, usually. Um, Thursdays are a getaway day for a lot of these teams, but uh, they're in a tricky situation are the Baltimore Orioles. But um, what are your thoughts for this game with uh, Voth and uh, Corey Kluber on the mound? Yeah, honestly, I think there was a pitching change because I had Dean Kramer going, and I guess he got changed. Yeah, I think he's going tonight. Uh, oh, okay. or on, let me double-check that here. But, uh, yeah, if you do have a handicap for this game, you want to go ahead and give yeah, that Yeah, no out. handicap really for this game. I mean – on August 11th, if I if we were doing our previews and I told you they had the same record at August 11th, would you have believed me, Munaf? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, I mean, <laughs> we keep doubting this team, and, and then they go and trade away their best player in Trey Mancini, and they still find a way to win. They're, they're dogs, this team. And yeah. like Insano saying, Corey Kluber, he's been doing well against Baltimore, 13 and two-thirds, four earned. And Kluber five and one three seventy at home. So, yeah, Kramer's going tonight. The chat is saying so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I guess they'll probably open up with Kluber being so dominant against the O's. I, I probably think they open up as the favorite, but all they do is cover games. So I, I don't know. I, I really it, it's either O's or pass for me. If I could get a plus one forty or better, I probably would be on the O's. 
Yeah, I mean, Kluber, his last two starts against the uh, Orioles has not been very good, though. He's gone 11 innings and gave up eight earned runs. Uh, he's given up four earned, run, four earned runs each to the Baltimore Orioles over his last two starts. Season-wise, he's one and two with a 4.38 ERA, 18 strikeouts and five appearances against the Orioles. Um, you know, I mean, you mentioned it. Like, there's, there's a factor with the – Baltimore Orioles at the stats aren't going to tell us that like they are they're they're playing well right now right like they're 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 finding ways to win games like the other night the Blue Jays were up five to three when the rain delay happened they came back and won that game I, I know yeah. uh, Odor put one over the fence that got them the victory but they're just finding ways and they're right there in the playoff hunt I mean they're I think they already have a spot so um I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with another team total here. I like what I'm seeing from the uh, Orioles offense, uh, especially early on. Um, I think that they can get over their team total. And I know Kluber, even though he's been great at home, I think they can tack him for some runs here uh, in this game. So uh, I'll take the Orioles team total in this game, uh, Dylan. Nice. I hope we both catch. I hope he, they get the runs and they win again. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, next game on the board. Let me go back to the schedule here. It's going to be... Uh, Detroit Tigers headed to Chicago to take on the Chicago White Sox, 7-10 Eastern start. Daniel Norris is going to be on the mound for the Detroit Tigers. Michael Kopech takes the mound for the Chicago White Sox. Looking at the lines for this game, minus 225 favorites for the Chicago White Sox, plus 190 on the money line for the uh, Detroit Tigers. Over under set at 9 with Juice towards the under at minus 120. Run line is uh, both minus 110 both ways for both of these teams. Um, Dylan, why don't you lead us off with this one with the White Sox and the Tigers? Yeah, so Noah is in the chat, and I, I want to know if he is listening. Uh, how bad is this Norris kid? I just I just want him to say, uh, let me know because I don't really know too much about the guy. I just see that he has a 690 ERA and he's 0-4. So I think that's uh, all we need to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, give me the under eight and a half here. I got it at even money. I made my number 7.4. So I think this number is pretty big, especially with Kopech on the mound. We also have six mile an hour winds blowing in from center field, which will help us out. But Kopech, he's 2-0 and against the Tigers. Only allowed three runs in nine innings against them. And the Tigers uh, hitters are only hitting a buck 94 off of him. So he's having really, uh, he's having success against this tiger team. Both teams have been struggling to score runs as well. So I yeah. think we see a four, one, four, two game. So at even money, give me the under eight and a half. Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I agree with you there, even though it's a left-handed pitcher on the mound for the, um, for the uh, Detroit Tigers, the White Sox just haven't been that team this year where they, you know, they're hitting left-handed pitching. And, and this guy, Daniel Norris, has been more of a, a guy that's been coming out of their bullpen. I know they sent him down uh, to the uh, to the minor league to get a couple starts, and now they're bringing him back up. So I don't think he's going to go very many innings because the most I've seen him go was his last uh, minor league start where he went four innings. Uh, but other than that, even when he was in the majors, he was coming out of the bullpen, whether it was one inning or a third of an inning. The most he went in the majors was two innings, and then the most, like I mentioned, in the minor league was four innings. But other than that, he was going about two innings in the minors and, and uh, not much after that. But, I mean, you mentioned it there with Michael Kopech. Uh, he does have success against his Tigers team, and and I agree with you that both of these offenses are struggling. I know Tim Anderson's going to be gone for about four to six weeks for this uh, White Sox team. When you don't have your table setter at the top, it, it makes things difficult, especially the guys get on base and, and scoring runs. And we saw that this afternoon uh, against the Kansas City Royals where there are multiple opportunities for this White Sox team to score runs, and they just couldn't do it. I mean, they had a bases yeah. loaded situation, runners on the corners with one out, and they weren't able to cash in. I know they put us some runs after that fifth inning, but – uh, I agree with you. That number is right now at nine uh, with juice towards the under. So I do like the underplay in this game as well. I don't want to lay a, a $2 favorite uh, against the uh, Chicago White Sox in this game. So under nine for both of us in this game between the Tigers and the White Sox. Yeah, and Sano makes a good point too in the in the chat. One in four and the three point one four ERA at home for Kopech, and he doesn't get really much, a lot of run support. So the number is going up. It opened up at eight and a half. Now it's up to nine. So I don't understand the movement. So I like the under. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um, all right. Next game on the board. It's going to be the uh, rivalry of the AL East. The New York Yankees head to Fenway Park to take on the Red Sox. 7-10 Eastern Star. Domingo Herman versus Nathan Valdi. 
um, on the mound for the Red Sox. Looking at this game, the Red Yankees are actually favored minus 130 against the Red Sox, plus 110 on the money line for the uh, Boston Red Sox. Over under set at nine and a half. Uh, run line minus one and a half, plus 125 for the New York Yankees, and plus one and a half, minus 145 for the Boston Red Sox. Um, Domingo Herman comes back for the New York Yankees. He had one great start in his last start against the Seattle, uh, sorry, the St. Louis Cardinals, where he went five innings, only gave up one earned run. Um, so it kind of almost seems like he is settling in a little bit, but he's been. Um, Throughout his four starts, that actually came on the road, and that's why his ERA is a little inflated. He's 0-2 with a 5.68 ERA uh, against the Red Sox in his career. Domingo Herman uh, is 2-2 with a 4.04 ERA. He had several appearances against them last season. Let me filter that down to 2021. Last season, he he was 0-1, but his ERA was 2.55 for the um, New York Yankees. Nathan Avaldi has just been going uh, just the wrong direction for the Red Sox this season. Five and three with a 4.23 ERA, but over his last five games, one and one with a 7.11 ERA. He's allowed 20 earned runs and 25 and one thirds innings pitched. Last start against the Kansas City Royals, he gave it up four earned runs in six innings and then earlier this year against the New York Yankees he gave up three earned runs in four and one-thirds of an inning uh he did uh win that game to the uh the Red Sox in that start but I I don't have any faith in this Red Sox team right now they're they're not wow. doing very well uh, I know they're getting runs but the pitching has just been atrocious and this team is I think they're just deflated right now with especially with Chris Sell going back or gone for the year I don't trust this team I think this might be another season where we do see runs being put up. Uh, I like the first five over in this game. Uh, and if I had to pick a side, I would go with the Yankees here, Dylan. Quick quick uh, question for you, Munaf, before we get into my cap. Are you surprised the Red Sox are favorite today? Tonight, I am actually favorite. I was, uh, yeah, I, I saw that, and I think the Orioles should. should they're not going to make the Orioles a favorite. That's our problem, but, and that's why we're getting value on the Orioles uh, tonight. Yeah, I agree. I I looked at that line and I thought it was kind of interesting, but yeah, Insano he hit it right on the nose. Uh, over nine and a half for me at minus one ten. I can't back either side right now, but I do see some runs being scored. Historically, Yankees Red Sox it's always high scoring. Uh, the Red Sox they've been losing a lot of games, but they've been playing a lot of uh, they've been scoring a lot of runs, like you mentioned. Four of the last five games have gone over this number, while. The Yankees in their last 10 games is 5-3-1 and one towards the over. So last five games between these two have all gone over this number as well. They score a lot of runs when they get together. So I think we see another ball game where it's another high-scoring game. So give me the first five over, and I'll also take the full game over at 9.5. Yep, love it. Uh, next game on the schedule is going to be the Philadelphia Phillies headed to New mm-hmm. York to take on the Mets. 7-10 Eastern start. Ranger Suarez is on the mound for the Philadelphia Phillies, and Mad Max is on the mound for the New York Mets. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, currently seeing the Mets are a minus 180 favorite, plus 155 on the money line for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, over-under set at 7 with juice towards the over at minus 120. Run line, minus 1.5, plus 115 for the New York Mets, plus 1.5, minus 135 for the Philadelphia Phillies. Dylan, this is your team. I'm going to let you lead it off here, buddy. Thank you. I got to get some value somehow in this game, and you're not going to get any value with Scherzer. So give me the Mets' first five minus a half at minus 125. Matt Max is on the bump for the Mets, like you said, and I don't think I have to go through it and say how he's been doing since he's coming back. He's in the Cy Young candidate. He has to be. I think we see another stellar performance from him. Maybe you want to look towards his K-Prop. That's Noah's uh, territory, but he's been punching out a lot of batters. I don't know how Philly is with the strikeouts, but the way the Mets have been hitting the ball, especially early on in the games in the first three innings scoring runs, I think we get an early lead against Ranger Suarez. So I think Mad Max shuts him down for the rest. Give me the Mets first five minus a half. Yeah, let me see here how they have been doing against right-handed pitching over the last two weeks, have the Philadelphia Phillies. I know they were on fire coming into the series against the um, Marlins. The Marlins, yeah, and they uh, came from behind yesterday. They all they or had the chance today as well to uh, take the or win this game in the bottom of the ninth. They loaded them up without any outs and we're not able to get a run across the board, but Marlins were fortunate enough to squeeze that one out. 
Um, but let me quickly take a look here. Over the last two weeks, the Philadelphia Phillies, um, they are WRC. I need team. Okay, hold on. Give me, bear with me for one second. All right, here we go. Team over the last two weeks against left-handed, oh, sorry, right-handed pitching. The Philadelphia Phillies advanced stats and strikeout percentage. Um, they haven't been striking out a lot. They are currently ranked. Yeah, they're number 29 out of 30 teams. But I think this is a different, you know, animal when you're going up against Max Scherzer and in yeah. three starts this season against the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, he's had strikeouts of seven, nine, and seven. So I'm anticipating that number coming out probably seven and a half in that range maybe with juice towards the over but i mean like you mentioned there uh dylan he, he he's he's just been rolling lately um and he looks like you know he should be that side on conversation over the last five games two and one with a 1.64 era for uh mad max so um yeah give me the mets run line here full game i agree with your play about the uh first five in this game as well um didn't touch on much on ranger suarez let me quickly give you a handicap on him uh, he's actually been doing pretty well for the Phillies over his last uh, five games. He's 2-1 and one with a 2.25 ERA. Did get into trouble against the Mets earlier this year where he gave up three earned runs in two and two-thirds of an inning. On the road so far this year, he's 6-1 and one with a 2.87 ERA. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, this Mets team is hot. You know it, Dylan. They've won what, how many games in a row by three-plus runs, um, and the offense has been doing really well for this team. Yeah, uh, 16 of the last 18. Yeah. All right, let's get over to the next game of the night. It's going to be the Seattle Mariners in Texas, uh, in Arlington, to take on the Rangers. 8.05 Eastern start. I'm seeing George Kirby's going to be on the mound for the Seattle Mariners, mm-hmm. and I saw that uh, Zach – not Zach, I'm sorry, Dallas Keuchel is going to get the start here for the uh, Texas Rangers. Is Wasn't that what you're seeing, Dane Dylan? Dunning? Wasn't it Dane Dunning? I saw Keiko earlier. I don't know if they updated. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I'm still seeing Keiko, but I don't see lines for this game. No, um, no lines. So I don't know. I don't. I didn't have much for this game. If it was Dallas Keiko, I was gonna just take the Seattle Mariner, Mariners automatically because we know yeah. the story of Dallas Keiko this year. Um, but yeah, I don't, again, without confirmed pitcher for the Texas Rangers, Dylan sees Dane Dunning. I saw Dallas Keiko, so I think that you know we can just probably go past this game here, Dylan. Unless you had anything else to add. Yeah, no, no, just no lines up real quick. But, uh, yeah, I did see George uh, Kirby going on the mound. You just can't trust – even if Dan Dunning was going or Dias Calco, uh, you just can't trust either of them. Mariners are fighting for a playoff spot. They, I think they just can't afford to lose right now to the Rangers. And the Mariners, they've won the last five meetings between the Rangers. So, regardless mm-hmm. of the number, I'm going to take the Mariners automatically. Yeah, and again, George Kirby has been really good against the Mariner. Sorry, the Rangers this season. Uh, he doesn't have a recorded a win yet, but he has pitched eleven innings against the Texas Rangers, and he's only allowed seven run. Sorry, seven hits and two earned runs in that span to the Texas Rangers. Uh, and on in away games this season, two and one with a two point nine zero ERA. So the one thing that does make me nervous is that. He hasn't been getting run support, but even if it's Dane Dunning or Dallas Keiko, I think that the uh, Seattle Mariners bats should be able to get runs off of those guys. So uh, I do like Seattle in this game. Uh, Just waiting on the confirmation for the the pitcher for the Texas Rangers. All right, before we get over to the next game of the night, let me tell you guys about Run Your Pool, the newest sponsor on the SGPN network. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Uh, Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Free to enter and some amazing prizes will be announced soon. Hop in to reserve your spot now. Get in over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. While you're brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there and I use it for mine. 
They just passed 4 million users, and now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is a first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and we can play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile device, join our listener group at OnSleeper at Sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your very first deposit up to $100. Again, go to Sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, Dylan, let's get the let's keep the ball rolling here. Uh, the next game on the schedule is going to be the Los Angeles Dodgers headed to Kansas City to take on the Royals. 8-10 Eastern start. Tony Gonsolin on the mound for the L.A. Dodgers. Daniel Lynch takes the mound, left-handed pitcher for the Kansas City Royals. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Dodgers a minus 240 favorite. Kansas City Royals are a plus 200 underdog. Over-under set at 9 with juice towards the over at minus 120. Run line minus 1.5. Minus 150 for the Dodgers and plus one and a half, plus 130 for the Kansas City Royals. Tony Gonsolin has been incredible this season. He has gotten a little bit of trouble over his last five games where he is two and two with a 6.14 ERA. Uh, But he did bounce back with a good outing against San Diego Padres in his last start. Uh, He went five shutout innings, only allowed three hits to the um, Padres. But prior to that, he was giving up the runs uh, to teams like the Cubs, the Cardinals, the Nationals, and the Rockies. But on the road so far this year, Dylan, he's a perfect 5-0 and with a 3.20 ERA. Overall on the season, 13-1 and with a 2.30 ERA. This team has just been winning games, and they've been winning games by covering the run line as well. So I don't think that's a uh, train that I want to get in front of right now. Uh, Daniel Lynch on the other side for the – um, Kansas City Royals. He's four and seven on the season with a 4.79 ERA. At home is where he does get into trouble. He's one and three with a 5.97 ERA. And you have a team now coming in like the the uh, the Dodgers, who are absolutely red hot right now. They're winning games by two or more runs. Um, and looking at how they've done against left-handed pitching over the last two weeks, they are number ten in WRC plus. Um, and slugging percentage, the Dodgers are also right there at number nine. So I think this is another game where the Dodgers are going to continue to roll, especially against left-handed pitching and a guy that has really struggled at home. But what do you have for this game, Dylan? Yeah, I can't take the Dodgers at minus 240. Even the run line is kind of chalky, but yeah, I don't know how you could take the Royals either. The Dodgers are the hottest team in the league right now. They're they're literally just crushing the souls of every team they play. Mm-hmm. You can't fade them either. Um the Royals are actually playing decent ball. They've won four of their last five. So can they upset the Dodgers? Maybe, but I, I doubt it. So give me the Dodgers run line here, minus 142. Yeah, I got to go with the Dodgers run line here as well. I don't know. It's juiced all the way up to minus 150, but I think this is going to be another game or another series where they're just going to be putting up runs against, especially against the Kansas City Royals pitching. So uh, run line for me and Dodgers team total as well. They'll probably be at five and a half. Uh, just, you know, put the over under set at nine and how heavy of a favorite that they are. Um, all right. Next game on the schedule is going to be the Oakland A's in Houston to take on the Astros. Eight ten Eastern start. Adam Aller is on the mound for the Oakland A's and Luis Garcia on the mound for the Houston Astros. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, the Houston Astros are a minus three twenty five favorite in this game. Plus 270 on the money line for the Oakland A's over under set at eight and a half with juice towards the under at minus 120. Uh, run line minus one and a half, minus one fifty for the Houston Astros, and plus one and a half, minus plus one and a half, plus one thirty for the uh, Oakland A's. Dylan, I'll let you lead this one off here. Uh, what do we got for the Astros and the A's? Another game where I think just the number is too high. So give me the under eight and a half. I made my total seven point six. We talked about it a few times on the pod when the Astros are playing at home to take the under. That's mm-hmm. one of these spots. Because you you just can't blindly take it. We saw a few nights ago when the number was seven and a half and Verlander was on the mound. You smashed the under. I smashed the over. 
the game went over. The, actually, the, the last two games against the Rangers went over for yeah. them in the Astros. But now they go up against a struggling A's team where I think this is a good time to hop back on the under train. Last time these two uh, these two teams played in Houston, they had a three-game series. All three games went under this number. So I think it's another t- another spot where we get under maybe a 4-1, 4-2 game. So under 8.5 for me. Yeah, uh, Luis Garcia has struggled at home this season uh, with the 4.76 ERA, but he is 6-3 and three at home so far this year for the Houston Astros. And again, this has been he's lost his last three starts when he started for the Houston Astros, but he hasn't gotten the run support in those games. He only got one run uh, with the Cleveland Guardians. He only got two run support with the Red Sox and three uh, against the Oakland A's in Oakland where he actually did lose that game, and he, he, he did get hit for some runs in that game. He gave up four earned runs in five and two-thirds innings. But, um, yeah, the Astros, I think they're just deep, and they're, they're, they're very good at home are the Houston Astros. So, I mean, yeah, you're not going to lay that minus 325 price. Um, so you probably want to look at the team total for this Astros team. Um, you know, they, they're, again, they're a very capable offense. They can get over this number. And Adam Aller just has not been very good this season. Um, he's 0-2 on the road with a 6.65 ERA. Against the Astros, he does have a victory, but he's allowed six certain runs to them in over, it's just over nine innings pitched. Uh, against the Astros so not very good numbers for him either so I do like the Astros to come out and play well if your book offers it and if you want to bring that juice down a minus two and a half line uh, for the Astros possibly is in play but I um, also want to probably look at that for the Dodgers game as well um, yeah against the Royals so maybe some uh, options there for you guys all right uh, four games left on the schedule let's get over to the next one uh, this is going to be the big big series of the weekend battle of the NL Central Milwaukee Brewers headed to St. Louis to take on the Cardinals. 8-15 Eastern start. Eric Lauer on the mound for the uh, Milwaukee Brewers and Jordan Montgomery on the mound for the St. Louis Cardinals. Battle of the lefties here. Um, Looking at the lines for this game, the Cardinals are a minus 155 favorite, plus 135 on the money line for the Milwaukee Brewers. Over-under set at 7.5 with juice towards the over at minus 120. Run line minus one and a half plus one twenty five for the St. Louis Cardinals and plus one and a half minus one forty five for the Milwaukee Brewers. Dylan, I'll let you leave this one off, buddy. Uh, big big series here for these two teams battling for the number one spot in the NL Central. Yeah, I think it's more of a big series for the Brewers because they've been struggling as opposed to the Cardinals who have been red hot. But I'm going to go back to the totals here. Give me the over seven and a half at minus one twenty. Uh, if this number is up to eight, where I do see it in some places, I still like the over. I made my total 8.2. The Cardinals are a very solid team toward the over at home, 28, 25, and two toward the over. The Cardinals are another team where when they're winning a lot of these games, they're doing it with their offense. I, mm-hmm. I think they scored, what, five, six runs uh, today, and the game's not over. Uh, yesterday, they were able to score nine, five, 12. So they're scoring a lot of runs right now. I, I think they can get to um, Lauer. They've done it already, and Lauer, and Lauer isn't the best on the roads. He has a higher ERA at, on the road than at home. So I feel like this number is a little low, so I'm going to go over seven and a half. Yeah, uh, Eric Lauer since 2020 against the Cardinals, one in one with a 7.11 ERA. Um, and like you mentioned, I know they are in Coors Field against the Rockies, but I mean, this is a team that the the offense is hot right now, and I just don't trust the bats of the uh, of the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Take a look at you know WRC plus against left-handed pitching over the last two weeks. St. Louis Cardinals number three in the entire league against those left-handed pitchers. Their slugging percentage does take a little dip, but it's still at number four overall. Uh, OPS is right up there too as well for the St. Louis Cardinals number three, and they don't strike out a lot against left-handed pitching either. So I think this is a good spot. I think that they can get a victory here by two plus runs. Uh, so I like the run line here, minus one and a half, plus 125 for the St. Louis Cardinals. Again, huge, huge series for both of these teams. And I think the Cardinals uh, are going to take care of business, at least in game one on Friday night. So minus one and a half, plus 125 for me, for the Cardinals. And uh, Dylan likes the over seven and a half. So if you, you know, put two and two together, probably a Cardinals team total over in this game. That number's probably going to be at four three and a half probably four if you're able if your book offers those flat numbers of four i I really do like that number for the cardinals all right uh next game on the schedule here dylan we got the arizona diamondbacks against the colorado rockies in colorado 840 eastern start zach davies takes the mound for the arizona diamondbacks 
Antonio Sensatella on the mound for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Rockies are a minus 125 favorite, uh, plus 105 on the money line for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, over under set at 12 and a half. And the run line minus one and a half, plus 140 for the Colorado Rockies, and, my, and plus one and a half, minus 165 for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I'll start with Zach Davies here. He's been actually pretty good for the Arizona Diamondbacks um, over his last couple starts here. On the season, he is two and four with a 4.03 ERA. But over his last five games, despite being 0-1, he is three. He has 3.6 ERA um, on the road so far this season for Zach Davies. He is 1-3 with a 4.95 ERA. But he does have good history against the Rockies um, in his career. And I'll filter this down from till last from last season. He's 0-1 with a 4.05 ERA. So he, he doesn't give up a lot of runs, but he does have two starts this season against the Rockies where he went 11 and one-third inning and did allow a single run to the uh, Colorado Rockies. But that was, both of those starts were at home. And I know this week we've talked a lot about, hey, when these pitchers are going into Coors Field, do we just kind of toss the, the numbers out the window because they are in Coors Field? Um I don't know. I I don't want to. I don't trust Zach Davies as as good as he has been. Um, Antonio Sensatella. Let me get to him here real quick. Uh, on the season so far, he is three and six with a four point six eight ERA. Respectable at home. Three and two with a four point zero two ERA. I don't think he's faced. A, uh, let me see if he's faced the Diamondbacks uh, this year. Um, let's see. Um, let me filter that down to 2022. Yeah, he's 0-1 with a 5.00 ERA, uh, nine innings pitch and five earned runs allowed to the uh, um, to Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, God, this is this is a tough one for me. I can't come to a side here. I probably would lean with the Rockies here at minus 125, just because their offense has been doing well, especially against St. Louis Cardinals in this in this past series. Um, I'm not sure I can trust Zach Taves, especially here on the road, even though he has been good. So I will lean with the money line here on the Colorado Rockies. I don't have a, a preference on the total, but what do you got for this game, Dylan? Yeah, give me the Rockies here on the money line. I like this spot for them. Uh, Diamondbacks, they're not a great team on the road. And I want to pick on Zach Davies just for a sec. He's one and four on the road. He gives up a lot of hard contact. Now going up to elevation where I don't think he's going to fare well. And the Rockies, like you said, they this past series, they've been crushing the ball. So I think this matchup favors the Rockies. They've been able to score, like I said, a decent amount of runs. And I think they'll take care of business at home. I think they're off the top of my head. No, they're 31 and 28 at home. So I think that these are certain spots where you want to attack them at home. And I think this is a good spot. I'm going to fade Zach Davies here. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, we both like the Rockies uh, money line here. Uh, two games left on the schedule. Let's go with the Minnesota Twins in L.A. to take on the Angels. Uh, 9.38 Eastern start. Tyler Molle is on the mound for the uh, Minnesota Twins and Patrick Sandoval on the mound for the uh, Los Angeles Angels. Looking at the lines for this game, the Twins are a minus 120 road favorite, uh, plus uh, even money on the money line for the L.A. Angels. Over-unders at 8. Uh, run line minus one and a half plus 140 for the Minnesota Twins and plus one and a half minus 165 on the run line for the LA Angels. Dylan, what do you got for this game? Twins and Angels. Yeah, give me Tyler Molly and the Twins here on the money line. This is more of a fade against Patrick Sandoval. I, I can't back him at home. The Angels have lost the last five games he started at home. Their last mm -hmm. win was May 22nd. He can't go past the fifth inning. He gives up a lot of hard contact. He walks a lot of batters too, too much for my liking. I, I know the Twins have been losing, but they're they're going up against the Dodgers, the best team right now. So I think anyone would lose right now. So I think this is a good spot for them to get back in the winning column. So give me the Twins here on the money line. Yeah, um, I think this is a discounted price here, and like you mentioned, that he does, number one, he does give up hard contact, and number two, he does walk a lot of batters. He's walked. At least two batters in ten straight starts yeah. uh, has Patrick Sandoval, um, and he's 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 had games where he's given up. He had four walks he allowed in the last game against the uh, Seattle Mariners uh, earlier this year against the Phillies. This was back in June. He did give up four uh, walks as well, but like I said, he's allowed at least two walks in ten straight games 
for or sorry, 11 straight games for uh, the Philadelphia. I'm sorry for the uh, Los Angeles Angels. I like the price here of the Minnesota Twins as well. Probably look at their team total here in this game as well. This is a good spot for them, like you mentioned, to get back on uh, the winning side. Not a huge travel spot because they're going from Dodger Stadium now over here to play the uh, Angels. So I will take the Twins here as well uh, in this game. Um, all right, last game on the schedule here, Dylan. We've got the Pittsburgh Pirates headed to San Francisco to take on the Giants at 10-15 Eastern start. Brees Wilson on the mound for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and Carlos Rodon is on the mound for the uh, San Francisco Giants. The money line for the Giants, minus 265, and plus 225 on the money line for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Over under set at 7, with juice towards the over at minus 125, and the run line, minus 1.5, minus 115 for the uh, Giants, and plus 1.5, minus 105 for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates. Uh, why don't you lead off this last game for us, Dylan? Pirates and the Giants. Yeah, nothing really stood out to me in this one, but slight lean toward the over seven and a half. Uh, I made my line seven point nine, and it's nice that we're getting plus money. I got plus one hundred five here. Uh, one reason I like the over is just because we have eleven mile an hour winds blowing out of center field, and usually in the Bay Area at night, the ball travels a little farther. So. Both teams, they've gone over this number four out of their last five games. I think the Giants will be able to get to Wilson. And we'll see if the Pirates can score a few runs and get us over this number. I know uh, Noah's in the chat, and he's saying Carlos Rodon is just a beast against the um, Pittsburgh Pirates. 295 ERA, fifth most Ks in the MLBA. Just put it on the screen so you guys can read it there. So maybe you want to look Giants run line and uh, Rodon K prop. But I like the over. And now it's at seven, so... I, I like that as well. Yeah, Rodon, 10 and 6 on the season, 2.95 ERA, 161 strikeouts on the season. He did have a start earlier this year against the Pirates, eight shutout innings, only allowed two hits, did have eight strikeouts in that game. Um, let me see if there's uh, more history with Carlos Rodon against the Pirates. Um, he did have one start last season uh, when he was with the Chicago White Sox, where he went five innings, only gave up one earned run. And struck out five in that span as well. So this is going to be simple for me. Uh, I'm going to take the uh, Giants here at home with Carlos Rodon on the mound. And looking at the left-handed uh, pitching numbers for the um, Pittsburgh Pirates, they are number six uh, in strikeout percentage against left-handed pitching, WRC+. plus. They are number 18, but again, I think, you know, like Noah said in the chat as well, I think that this is a good spot for Carlos Rodon and the offense here to uh, get some runs put up. Uh, not only against Brees Wilson as well, but we haven't even touched on him, touched on him and how bad he has been for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, two and six on the season with a 5.86 ERA on the road this year. One and four with a 4.93 ERA. So Giants run line for me in this game, and I'll probably take a look at Carlos Rodon's strikeout props. If that number comes out around seven and a half. I do like that over for Carlos Rodon. Uh, all right, before we get into our lock and dog for this Friday schedule, let me tell you guys about IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, or ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why we at SGPN use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick. Uh, when st you're streaming media, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IP Vanish offered an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use, and all you have to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% in savings. That's IPVanish.com. Slash S G P. All right, Dylan. Let's close this uh, episode out strong with our lock and dog. I'm gonna give you the floor, uh, the floor first here, my man. Lock and dog for the uh, Friday night schedule in MLB. 
Yeah, I'm going down to Houston by you. I'm taking the under eight and a half as my lock. Like I said, I made my total 7.6. And I'm going to hop back on this under uh, under train here at home in Houston. I, I A's are just struggling to score runs. I don't I don't worry about them. I worry about if Astros blow them out. But I don't think they will. I think we see a low-scoring game here. So I'm going to take the under eight and a half as my best bet. Or my lock, excuse me. And for my dog. I talked myself into I'm going to take the Guardians and Cal Quantra here. I just think they're the hotter team right now than the Blue Jays. And I just don't trust Jose Barrios. I know he's at home. I know that's where he's had success. But I just think the Guardians are hitting better than the Blue Jays right now. And I think they'll be able to get to him. So give me the Guardians at plus 165 as my dog. All right. So dog for Dylan's going to be the Cleveland Guardians plus 155 on the money line against the Toronto Blue Jays. And his lock, the under in the Oakland A's and the Houston Astros game of eight and a half. All right. Uh, for my lock, uh, I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the last game that we just talked about here. Give me the San Francisco Giants on the run line. Minus one and a half, minus 115 against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, Carlos Rodon. Has had success earlier this season against the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. He had it last season as well when he was with the Chicago White Sox. And I read the numbers that this Pirates offense is below average against left-handed pitching. They do strike out a lot against left-handed pitching. So I think that's going to be a game where he can, you know, slow this offense down and, and limit their runs. And I think Brees Wilson's going to continue to struggle here. We, we talked about this pitcher a lot, and he's really struggled on the road. He's probably prone to giving up runs to the uh, opposition. So I think the Giants can tag him for a few. So I'll take the Giants run line minus one and a half, minus 115 against the Pittsburgh Pirates. For my dog, um, I, I think the Cardinals were in a look-ahead spot this afternoon against the Rockies, and we talked about how good the offense has been putting up runs. Give me the Colorado – sorry, it's Colorado Rockies. Give me the St. Louis Cardinals on the run line, minus one and a half, plus 125 against the Milwaukee Brewers. And as soon as I say that, the uh, the Diamondbacks are clearing the bases. They are now taking a 7-3 to three lead as my dog is looking like it's coming through for me um, in this game. Dylan, that's going to do it, my man. Uh, anything else that you want to get off your uh, chest here before we get out of here? Uh, hopefully the Diamondbacks can hold on this lead for me they're up eight to three as my dog and my over lock cash for today at eight to six so pretty good shape so far to start the day here my man yeah not good for the kid uh my lock the cardinals didn't come through lost eight six dog of the day phillies were the hottest team lost couldn't even they scored as many runs as i did today so zero <laughs> uh just a bad bad day uh tonight uh, Orioles here, and then, yeah, uh, hopefully the Mets have a big series against the Phillies. I think this is a big one. Yeah, it's going to be a big one, but a lot of a uh, lot of uh, playoff implication uh, matchups this season, or sorry, this weekend, I should say, for uh, a lot of these teams. Talking about the the uh, Brewers and the uh, Cardinals, and then also, like you mentioned, the Mets and the Phillies as well. So, uh, going to be a good weekend of baseball. Um, that's going to do it for this episode of the MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, we'll be back in some form or fashion tomorrow for the uh, Saturday game. So definitely look out for that podcast as well. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Follow Dylan on Twitter uh, at Rock with two Ks, R-O-C-K-K-24 uh, on Twitter. And also follow the MLB Gambling Podcast account at MLBSGPN. Uh, give us a follow there on Twitter. If you haven't already, please leave us a rating and a review. Uh, that really helps us out to really grow the show. All right. Good luck with your bets the, tonight and tomorrow. Till then, let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>